So, Gio, what are we talking about today? Uh, let's uh, continue our conversation from the last episode. Oh, yeah, that sparked a light bulb in your head? Or from two episodes ago, I guess, depending on when this goes up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why don't you refresh my memory? Refresh your memory? Yeah. Does, 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 does the way you buy a car impact which car you buy? Um, yes. Yeah? You think so? Yeah. You think that's a, we're buying a car? Episode right there. Yeah, yeah. People are buying a car directly around just which well, one is a better service? I mean, if if I had to buy a, a Land Rover via Carrier Pigeon, that would be uh, pretty pretty bad on my part, and I probably would not do it. So I, I feel like the way you buy a car does have an effect on whether you choose to buy that car or not. Now, what if it wasn't a Land Rover? What if you can get a Lamborghini, but through Carrier Pigeon, at the same price that you could a Honda Civic? Well, I mean, yeah, I mean that's just ridiculous. I mean, of course, but well, I mean, well, so let's not talk about carrier pigeons. Let's go back to reality. <laughs> Online sales versus in dealer sales. Is it impacting which car you buy? Does home delivery impact? Does 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 just web based buying? Does digital uploading your documentations impact which vehicle you want to go through with? I feel like this would have been an episode that greatly would have benefited us if we came with numbers from studies, but uh, this is just going to have to be a trust me bro type of episode, I guess, where we just speak on uh, anecdotally. Uh, so, yes, they all do have an effect. What big effect? I believe I said 5% last time, so you can quote me on that. Um, that is not a verifiable quote, though, so... <laughs> Have fun uh, proving to your college professor or whoever that uh, that is a legitimate statistic. Um, but yes, no, I feel like definitely the way you buy a car would, I mean, it it can't not affect you. You know, there's some people that still cannot uh, open up an internet browser. They're not going to be able to buy a Tesla at home. I mean, they'll just go to the Tesla store, I guess, and the person there will just use the online configurator to order it for them. But, you know, they themselves would not have been able to do that. Um, other people just don't like talking to people, don't want to deal with the trials and tribulations of going to a dealership, and so will flock towards whichever car brands will allow them to buy things online and have it delivered to their homes. Do I think there's a lot of people in each one of those populations? Not really. I don't think it's a significant part, but it is enough people that it's something that uh, I think when automakers are conceptualizing the, the buying process, that they, they, they take note of those people. The industry is clearly transitioning to a faster route, mm -hmm. whether it's speeding up in dealer process via again online documentation uploads uh preset or just delivering the car to your doorstep it's getting faster than it's ever been yet some mm -hmm. of these manufacturers are kind of like stuck in a luxury sense they're trying to sell you on the experience you know what i'm saying right. like lucid stores are a lot more luxurious than a tesla store let's say yes yeah you know, they want to wine and dine you Right. I, I think back in the day, you know, whining and dining definitely worked. 
definitely worked. It definitely impacted who you bought a car from. I mean, you, if you went to a classic dealership, you want to buy the car from the salesperson who treats you right. Not, not the guy who was mean to you, right? And mm -hmm. said that your hat looked funny. Right, yeah. So, so it clearly works to an extent, but is that better than just at-home deliveries? Is that better than just not being in the dealer? When I bought my car, again, 15 minutes, tops, in and out, had everything uploaded beforehand, walked into the dealer, walked out with my car. It was it was done. There was no wine and dine. I, I got no shrimp cocktail. Mm -hmm. I went to the Lucis store. They offered me coffee. <laughs> no coffee and at the, Tesla. <laughs> and, and branded face mask. Yeah, branded face mask, too. Yeah. You just you just went to the Audi dealer. Mm -hmm. There was a there was a ten thousand dollar dealer Marco. Mm -hmm. Is that Audi dealer luxurious enough for you to say, yeah, this is worth spending the ten thousand dollars extra versus just ordering the car online? I mean, it's a pretty nice dealer in terms <laughs> of aesthetic wise, but I mean, you know, they have a mini fridge with some with soda in it, and then there's a nice coffee machine there, and you know, there's there's some TVs, and the sofas are kind of comfortable. So, I mean. It, in, in terms of the many dealerships I've been in, and, and you know I go to a lot of dealerships um, because that's just what I like to do with my time on this earth. Um, it's a, it's 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 at least an A tier dealer. Uh, does that justify the ten thousand dollars extra on the actual car? Well, that's absolutely not. Uh, I don't know what a dealer would have to do to me to. Uh, make me okay with spending uh, an extra ten thousand dollars over what the car is <laughs> supposed to cost. Um, okay, let's so... throw the ten thousand out of the way, right? And let's mm -hmm. compare the Audi e-tron GT to the mm -hmm. Model S Plaid. And I know that's really not a fair comparison. The Tesla is going to win because of its specs. But in this hypothetical, I'm going to give you, they both mm -hmm. have the same specs. Mm -hmm. Which which car would you rather have? The one where you're going to get serviced in a nice place. Where you got to get again? You get wine and dined. You get free free soda, free water, mm -hmm, free coffee, mm -hmm. or the one where they just go to your house and you don't actually have to go anywhere. What's better? And would well, it impact, or, or is, does it even out? And it wouldn't. It wouldn't really impact your buying decision. Um, personally, it wouldn't really weigh heavily on me regarding the method of um, purchase. Uh, however, uh, obviously, I think it's very important to see the car in person. So, uh, you know, it it kind of does mess, I think, the buying process up a little bit if I go to a Tesla dealer and then maybe I test drive a Model S and then I have to configure it there and then have to wait however many weeks to get it versus being able to go to an Audi dealership or whatever, being able to test drive the car if they have it. Um and then just being able to buy that one then and there. So you think availability um, is is the bigger bigger question? I, I think so. I think humans, uh, almost all of all of, all of us, uh, enjoy uh, instant gratification, and uh, it definitely cuts down on the time where you might regret your purchase decision some people do when they make big purchases so you know if i bought like a model s and then i have to stew at home for the next four six weeks whatever and things like wow did i really just spend that much money on a car and i have to live with myself before i actually get the car and think of like yeah yeah that was a good decision versus with the audi or whatever i get the instant gratification of like yeah this was worth it this was a good purchase i'm driving it right now i hold it in my hands and whatnot um 
I mean, absolutely. So, uh, most car yeah. sales, well, most might be a little too optimistic, but a lot of car sales are done spontaneously. It's it's why dealer staff are trained to not focus on selling via phone and convincing mm -hmm. them while they're away, but rather bring them in. Because mm -hmm. when they're in there, when they're at the when they're at the lot, and you treat them right, they they have a lot higher chance of buying that car they didn't expect to leave with that day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I, I guess that kind of plays negatively towards Tesla, especially now. I mean, back in the day, Tesla had no competition. You wanted an electric car, it was either Tesla or you got laughed at in a Nissan Leaf. Right. Right. But <laughs> now with the Mach-E, the Rivian coming up, uh, Lucid coming up, the, Tesla's got competition in every segment. Mm -hmm. And a lot of these companies are holding inventory. Right. Like I could go to a, I can go to a Ford dealer and buy a Mach-E today. I don't think I can get a Model Y today true but the ev centric companies all the new startups i think they're going to follow the same uh format as as tesla so you know uh, i think they'll have the same disadvantages in that regard of having to wait for cars even if you go to the showroom directly um i but at the same time i think lucid told us that they would have inventory off-site but I don't know if that explicitly meant that, hey, you could go to the showroom and then if they have one that fits your needs in the inventory that's offsite, who knows how offsite, I hope relatively close, you can go and just buy that one. Just a little quick pause and I could have an argument with myself real quick. Uh -huh. A lot of people would say that Tesla not having inventory is because of their high demand that they can't keep up with orders. Mm -hmm. which is just absolutely not true. Tesla does not produce the same amount of cars they produce week over week. Some days is lower, some days is higher. They could mm -hmm. be producing more than they currently do. They just don't have the lots to put these cars on, which mm -hmm. is which is why other, some of these legacy automakers do have that advantage, like you said, of just storing vehicles for test drives because I, I do think test drives make a difference. And like I said, spontaneous purchases do happen. Mm-hmm. And, and even after you order a Tesla, let's say you order a Model Y and you do have that two, three week wait, mm -hmm. why not go to a Ford dealership and test drive the Mach-E, right? Mm -hmm. Like you're, you're less locked in. Now, is this something that we will get used to? Will there be... That's the thing. There... Do you think this is the new norm? I don't think this is. I don't think direct sales with no inventory is the new norm. You said that everyone's following Tesla's uh, path of direct sales. Well, the new companies. Yeah, the the new EV startups, of course. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if everyone, they're going to follow direct sales, but I don't know if they're going to follow the same path of no inventory. Uh, there is a lot of cons tied to inventory, which we won't get into because there are a lot of back-end cons to it. Uh, model year changes, your price get cut down, and so you start losing money on cars you built, mm -hmm. which Tesla had an issue of in their first uh, big production year, the first year of the Model 3, 2018 going to 2019, they they fell into the same trap all these other uh, dealerships do where they had too much inventory. Mm -hmm. and they had a lot of 2018 model years selling in 2019 that they had to discount just because they were labeled as 2018. Yeah. So there are, there are cons to it. There are cons. Mm-hmm. Uh, well... I mean, it uh, will, will this be the new norm? Uh, it, if I could just completely spitball here, I feel like it's just going to be a very slow transition. I mean, basically everything we are doing is 
going online and the process of everything we do in day-to-day life is trying to be streamlined. Um, as we always pull up the average uh, new car buyers, what, in their 40s? 50s. Late 40s? 50, early 50s? 50s. Yep. Uh, so, you know, by the time our generation gets to that age, it's going to be well, another 20 years, which... A lot I will think, change. Yeah, I think by then in 20 years, we will see uh, definitely the dealers that we know now is going to be a thing of the past or there will be very limited amount of like big traditional dealers left and instead we'll go more to like small showrooms with possibly some sort of inventory somewhere else located or, or, or whatnot, but... Uh, I don't think that there will ever be a time where it will be strictly fully uh, online only because people have to see the car. People have to test drive the car. I don't know how you could possibly buy a car and not at least sit in it. So there will always be a need for some sort of physical locations to be had. Um, But I I truly hope that the actual buying process will be streamlined. Uh, yeah, I, I, I definitely agree. I think that right now we're kind of like in this middle ground of there's multiple ways to buy a car depending who you buy a car from. But I do think that everything will just be combined into multiple options from each dealer or from each manufacturer. Mm-hmm. And you can choose whether you want to buy the car online, go test drive it in person and walk out the same day or have it mm-hmm. delivered to your home. I, I think currently the only one who's doing that or trying to do that properly would be Ford with mm-hmm. the new digital portal, home deliveries, and dealers. Because Tesla, again, doesn't have inventory. You can't just go in, test drive, and walk out that same day with a car. Yeah. But yeah. does it impact? From, from from now to the future, do you think there's, there's a benefit in offering all three? You think people are actually saying, oh, but I have to go to the dealer, so I don't want the Mach-E? Or, oh, I can't test drive it, so I don't want the Tesla? I think if I had to choose, I think currently, once again, maybe I'm ageist, um, but given what we know about new car buying age, I think between the two, there are more people that are turned off from uh, by the online approach rather than the going and dealer approach. I feel like most people, even though they don't like social interactions, I don't think there's enough significant amount that it's so extreme that they can't even work themselves up to buy a car uh, versus how many people just look at the the buying process of a Tesla and be like, well, how am I supposed to test drive this? How am I supposed to know what it looks like in real life? This is kind of silly and then choose not to not to go through with it. That's, yeah, I, I've, I've once again, anecdotal. Met, I've, I've met a few people who have stated similar things on the line of it's crazy that I can't just walk in and buy a Tesla. Mm-hmm. And then they end up buying another car because guess what? Their their lease was up and they didn't think about buying a car two months ago. They thought about buying the car the month that their right. lease was up. Right. right, exactly. Yeah. And a lot of people, when they do make that decision of, hey, I want a new car, it's not a decision that they want to sit on. Yeah. So. They kind of just want to act. They want to get it over with. Buying a car, I mean, the car is enjoyable, but the process historically it's, has never been enjoyable. People kind of like want to get band-aid. it over with. No yeah. one no no one wants to rip a band-aid for 4 weeks. That's just painful. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So there's uh, there's definitely advantages in, in every direction. The, the bulk of advantages is is having the most options, of course. Yeah. So uh, so back to the initial inquiry, does does the luxury aspect add anything to it? Should should we start being wine and dined more? If we're going in a direction that doesn't involve salespeople, that involves a direct uh, purchase price, there's no haggling, because I think we're under the same agreement that we believe that's where the future is heading for automotive dealers. Mm -hmm. Is is the next step use up all this showroom space for, you know, a nice movie theater? <laughs> um, Watch a well, movie while uh, your car gets prepped. You're thinking of luxury in that way. Uh, you know, I'm when thinking I think of... just what are they what are they going to do? How are they going to get you through the door? What are they going to offer you with? If it's not going to be offering you with a lower I, price, they're going to offer I, you a, a free floor mats. Like, what's the deal? I, I can't. I see. Like, when I'm thinking of a luxury experience, it's one that I haven't, I haven't personally experienced. I've seen it when I go to like Rolls Royce dealerships and Bentley dealerships. Like, I can see what could be, and I can kind of imagine what that experience would be like. Um, with salespeople that are super knowledgeable and telling me how, you know, the there's like 17 different shades of black paint they got for this car and the leather used for the seats are from the specific cows found in this one farm somewhere in the deep mounds of Italy. And it becomes like that sort of experience. And I'm getting like free espressos from a $50,000 coffee machine and stuff like that. Like, that's what I'm thinking of. Well, and there's a reason but that they doesn't have to transition do that. to a Toyota Corolla. What are yeah, they going to the tell thing. me there's, about this mass-produced reason, car? Exactly. There's a reason those luxury automakers have to do that because they mm -hmm. don't have sales. Yeah. You're never going to see a Bentley on TV advertises $15,000 off. Nope. The prestige is the price for a lot of these cars. Yeah. So when we do head towards a one price thing, mm -hmm. what are these TV commercials going to show? If they can't show, hey, you get $5,000 off if you come visit us on Tuesdays. They have to start advertising it in, in a new fashion, mm -hmm. in a, hey, this is what we have to offer, a good experience, a good service. Here's a, a lot of dealers now pay for like gas and stuff. Yeah. What, 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 what's going to be the incentive to buy a car from one dealer versus another? They're going to have to, they're going to have to have a leaderboard um, that shows uh, how quick it takes to buy a car. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they will compete to see who can get the quickest uh, but complete uh, sales process. And With the least that's... amount of words used. Exactly. <laughs> um, but don't be cold. You know, they need to be, you know, consumer-oriented first. So if I got some questions, don't roll your eyes at me. I'm going to have some questions. I'm going to expect you to know the answers. Um, so, you know, you don't end up like some dealerships that think that, uh, you know, the Mach-E can charge you the supercharger. You know, we don't want we don't want any of that type of information going about. So uh, I don't know what the incentive will be in the future. Uh, definitely the like we keep harping on the the, the experience is to be streamlined and less headache inducing and faster. Uh, but outside of, of that, I mean, I don't know. I don't think many people want anything more from the dealer. They just want uh, they just want the car. Oh, like like we moderately said. quickly. Like like we said, I don't remember if it was this episode or the last, but it was eighty nine or so percent of people who yeah. do their research beforehand already know which car they're going to buy. Yeah. What would you drive the extra mileage for if you have one 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 dealership five miles away and the other one twenty miles away? What would get you to drive those extra twenty miles if it's not price? How do dealers might, compete without price? It, it might look nicer. 
I don't know. The dealership? Uh, you drive the, for the, a better-looking yeah. dealership? I mean, better, you know, better-looking dealerships tend to have uh, better amenities, better bathrooms, uh, stocked <laughs> the mini fridges. <laughs> Listen, man, you gotta, you gotta check the bathrooms. You know, some, some, some of these bathrooms are just not up to par, and that's just a reflection of the entire dealership. And then the other bathrooms are pristine, <laughs> clean, marbled out. You're like, okay, I'm, I'm in somewhere serious. I'm in a serious place right now. There's some, there's some good stuff coming about here. Um, I mean. Coming, not that I think about. It. I mean, coming as a car enthusiast, once again, this probably is not applicable to a uh, wider audience, uh, to to the general public. Um, but there is one Porsche dealership that I prefer going to because it has uh, better models on display. Like they have like old vintage supercars and like old Porsches okay. on display, and that's as someone who likes cars, it's just fun to look at those cars. I mean, and they a have a stock idea, mini I'm fridge sure. right there, so you know it's it's all good. Yeah. Um, I mean, look, like I said, a lot of these luxury dealers already have to think in this way. Mm -hmm. Like the the Range Rover dealer, which mm -hmm. I got my car at, they uh, they still send me like brochures and like books about Range Rovers, not necessarily like sales brochures, but full on like hardcover books about Range Rover, as if it's wow. going to get me to go in and buy a Range Rover. <laughs> well, you know, they're, they're going to have the electric ones in a couple of years, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Give so. a, a lot of companies give like little uh, quirks and stuff. I mean, Lamborghini mm -hmm. gives you a bunch of handbags and stuff. Mm -hmm. BMW at one point gave like pens if you bought an M series. Yeah. yeah. It'll be interesting. It'll, it's, there's, there's definitely more to this transition than people think. Like, it's not as simple as just making things online. Yeah. Uh, people and, will still like prefer and see cars in person yeah and it's definitely going to be a slow transition it's absolutely basically, i feel going to mirror as evs millennials and gen z and everyone gets older that's when it's going to go for and obviously you need more evs i mean it's, I think it's everything all just going to mirror hand itself hand. just because yeah just because just the age thing really yeah and again at 54 and the average age continues to increase mm -hmm. year over year it's it's, it's definitely going to be a while before the bulk of people our age who who do want these services and these electric cars and these better cars, I should say, mm -hmm. end up being able to afford these better cars. Yep. So until then, we're kind of just stuck with people who uh, don't know how to don't know how to check their email. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> uh, for for the time being, uh, we'll have both options, and neither of them are going away anytime soon. <laughs>